Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Film Review Central podcast with me, Kieran Grudgens. I hope that you are all well. Today, September 4th, 2021, is the day that we find out the results of the summer 2021 box office champion. Uh, two icons of the channel, two icons of the Smarticus Showdown, is once again back with us because it's results time for out the past three months we've been going to the cinema we've eaten a lot of popcorn and we formed a lot of opinions about the movies that have come out this summer now of course we couldn't do this last year why because i didn't have these guys joining me but also it was 2020 and the world was shut down but these guys are back here and i'm really looking forward to be doing it we are starting then with uh, a man who is the former Star Wars champion, very, very good friend of the podcast. He's been on this several times now. You know his bellowing voice, Lord of Shadows is back. Lord of Shadows, good to have you back, sir. Hello there. Same with me. Same to see you again, Kiran. Same here. And of course, we've got somebody who uh, is a fantastic Marvel uh, fan. He's forming a lot of opinions on the channel. Really looking forward to seeing what he does next on his channel, the Pop Perch Network. It's Peyton, the Pop Perch. Peyton, how are you, sir? I'm all right, Kieran. I hope you're doing well. Alan, I hope you're doing well. Thank you both for, well, thank you for having me. And thanks for um, giving me the opportunity to, um, you know, talk about some summer movies obviously we had a interesting summer there and there with all the like the the moves like the the release drops and whatnot but you know hopefully um it's a good rest of the year so can't wait to talk yeah, of course, we're going to be doing a lot more podcasts together, uh, both trivia and also sort of, you know, talking about the rest of the movies, because, you know, summer movies, they used to be where all the big blockbusters come out. Now, all year we'll have big blockbusters, but now the summer is dedicated to it. And let's remind everybody of each uh, other's list. Lord of Shadows was the highest at Suicide Squad, putting it at number one. He was the lowest on Fast and Furious 9, putting it at number four. And he's the only one to include the horror film, The Devil Made Me Do It. Uh, we'll have to see how... Uh, that franchise installment ended up in the top 10. Uh, moving on to Peyton's list, he was the highest at Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, putting it at number 9. He was the lowest at The Suicide Squad, putting it at number 3. And he was the only one to include the documentary The Beatles Get Back on their list. And my list, I was the only one to include Jungle Cruise on their list. I was the lowest on Space Jam, A New Legacy, and I was the highest on Free Guy, putting it at number seven. So guys, we'll just have a general chat about the movie season. Of course, I've got to talk about the movie that won the summer. Uh, it was represented by Peyton's t-shirt and uh, Alan's hat. That is Black Widow, uh, the first film in the phase for the MCU. I did my review. Everybody knows my feelings about the movie. I've checked it out now three times um, as well, just to see the little hidden uh, parts of it. So I'd love to hear what you guys uh, think, starting off with Peyton. Um, I had fun with it there and there. Um, funny story, um, I saw it on my birthday, um, and I went to go see a drive-in. Love the drive-ins. However, the audio isn't always the best, and... I saw it, um, my, my friends, um, like speakers and whatnot, they were a little muffled there and there. So I had to like kind of lean back and listen to it. Thank, thank goodness, like I saw it again. Um, 
I thought it was it was decent. I like it was good seeing Scarlet back. Um, obviously, um, Yelena. Um, her name. What's Yelena's actress name again? Forrest Pugh. Forrest Pugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she's great. David Harbor. Um, and uh, I like the whole espionage element to it. Yeah, I think the spy element was definitely clear throughout the whole movie. I remember, I, I mean, watching it again, I sort of looked at the movie and thought that this sh- easily could have been a better movie it came out years ago. And I think that's what that's what it struggled with. I don't personally think it, it had that, you know, connection of an origin story. I did think they were going to explore about the Red Room, especially at the beginning. I think it was the best credit scene in the whole MCU, how you know they were looking at her growing up, and you know something actually really happens in this world is you know human trafficking and stuff like that. I think that was a really dark and, and well detailed place. Uh, Alan, let's let's get to let's get to your thoughts as uh, as well because you were a big fan of this film, but even though uh, you know you put it at, at number two. Yeah, well, uh, just like you, Peyton, I had loads of fun with Black Widow. I saw it in theaters. And, uh, you know, it was really no action packed. I really, you know, I really dig the story. The whole family elements were really interesting as well. You know, and, but, uh, you know, the only thing I will tell you this, the only thing I have problem with is are the villains. You know, the, you know, the overall general who's this mastermind behind the Red Room. And don't let me start with how they handle Taskmaster because that's a different discussion because like the only thing i will say is the taskmaster thing was a, it was such a waste opportunity i didn't mind the gender swapping i didn't mind it but they could have made it as an actual character you know like with no twists with no revelations like just simply bring in the taskmaster we all knew and loved you know but besides that like every single cast member was great love seeing the red guardian and i'm really kind of sad that chris evans you know is actually you know done with uh, with Captain America because I really wanted to see Red Guardian against him, but you know, suck it, you know. But you know, at least we will see the Falcon. Pardon me, new Captain America against the Red that Guardian awesome, yeah. for that. So overall, yeah, it was a really fun time movie. You know, we had some flaws. The credit scenes were not bad at all, especially the one with the the Contessa. You know, uh, hyping up you know Hawk, the Hawkeye TV series. But overall, it was a fun movie. You know, the only, like I said, the only flaw I had was the villains. It's the only flaw. Yeah, yeah. Watching it for the for the second time, I sort of noticed how good. I think that that's. I'm saying that very loosely. How good. Tashmaster was it's sort of the beginning I really liked the fact that wherever she went he followed I think he was a really intriguing intriguing way of doing it and then it sort of slowed down and I think that that was the struggle I think Marvel have, have only had a handful of real great villains and I think that is once again this film struggled with that but it's a, it was a fun film it was nice to see uh Scarlett Johansson in her own film and you know bringing in new characters which I think might have a prominent place in the MCU moving forward let's move over to DC then because uh, we all had the Suicide Squad on their list and this one for me because I, I um uh you know I'm a loner and I like to look at box office numbers and stuff like that and really assess it I was so intrigued at, at how a film that got so 
well received in ratings and stuff like that didn't really gross a lot it was uh, number uh, eight uh, on the list uh in the top 10 uh but a lot of us had it at number one number two uh alan we'll start with you the suicide squad was absolutely amazing wasn't it but why do you think it why do you think it struggled that's my main question to you i think that uh, i think the main problem was actually for me personally i think there were two problems actually let's let's go with three let's go with three do you want to go with one. four Do you want to go with four, or are you sticking to three? No, no, for, uh, three. I'm just, put, three I'm just putting my thumb by accident. Three. There we go. Three. Okay, so number one, remember, we're still in the pandemic. Number one. So that's no explanation. So that's like, I don't need to explain uh, the details. That's number one thing. Number two, you also have to remember, not every single theater is open. You know, only like, you know, very few numbers of them, you know, and uh, and also you have, so you also also you have to count the uh, struggle that a lot of people have, you know, to like, should I go to the theater or should I watch it at home? Like all this kind of thing, you know, so that you have to count. And the third thing is HBO Max. It, it was delivered uh, on HBO Max the same day and it actually premiered. So I think like, you know, even though on HBO Max, it's like the number one most watchable DC movie, which is great, which is really fantastic. And also it's a, HBO Max is another way for them to earn the money, but not the way how it should be, which is basically through the box office, you know? So I think like of all of them, because you, they could have still earned money through the pandemic. They could have still earned money through the pandemic, believe me. But with the people being a little bit scared, HBO Max being delivered in the same time, in the same day, I think that those are the things that actually hurt the most, you know, and I'm really disappointed that it did, you know, and I really, you know, I really am disappointed, you know, but I still don't lose hope that Walter Hamada, you know, would simply leave James Gunn behind because as they say, they have a lot of projects with him. It was a great film. It was a great film. And I think, you know, you made some great points there, not just about the Suicide Squad and, and sort of stuff like that. And obviously, you know, if you compare it to, you know, his other movies in, in, comic, book, in comic book movies, you can't. And I think that's, you know, you look at the whole HBO Max deal and you think that one and probably Godzilla versus Kong are the only two films that are from a franchise. You look at all of them, even Dune is a, a film that's starting a franchise. So, you know, you've got people there who are, are going to see that, dramatic drop off Peyton I remember speaking to you like literally a couple of days after you watched the film and you went it is so good talk to me about it mate because let's let's forget about the box office let's focus on the movie because it was a fantastic film and probably one of my favorite DCEU movies oh for sure um honestly like I have been looking forward to this movie for for a while um I've always loved the characters and specifically being a James Gunn fan, like, and just seeing the cast, I'm like, there's no way this movie isn't going to be a little, at, at least a little bit entertaining. And for sure, it was probably one of my, like, favorite things about it is Jack, just like I said, it was just fun. It was silly. Like, for gosh sakes, they had Starro as a villain like yeah like literally just a giant telepathic starfish like you can't have fun and put us and at least like you have to have a, 
at least a little bit of a smile on your face while watching that. And it just, it was so colorful. And at the same time, it was so violent. And honestly, like, I just, I was extremely disappointed that it didn't do, like, better at the box office because, like, yeah, I, I definitely, uh, I definitely see where Alan is coming from there. I, I completely agree. And also, if you would add, like, it is a little risky to have an R-rated movie. We did see with Deadpool that that R-rated superhero movies can work, but we're also living in a, in a pandemic. But overall, I like Alan said, I hope um, Walter Mata do, uh, doesn't get the boot to James Gunn because he deserves to just play in the DC sandbox. Oh, he won't. He won't, he, trust he, me. He's a very creative director, and you've seen that obviously with the Guardians films. And DC really lend not only their characters but also their stories. You know, you look at DC, and we could have this debate for for so long, but we're going to focus on the main task. But you, you know, look at DC and Marvel characters. DC have got a lot more characters, a lot more creative characters, and you know, he definitely used a one by one. You know, he used about ten characters to kill in the first five minutes. Sorry, spoilers there. If you haven't seen the film, then. You know, you don't really care about comic book movies. One more. F- what the uh, fuck are you doing? Yes, very, very true, Alan. Three uh, films as well that all of us had on our list that made the top ten. A little bit of uh, racing action called Fast and Furious Nine. I wasn't the biggest yeah. fan of this film, so I, uh, it was all right. Uh, Alan's face is is a fr- is a picture right now. Um, yeah, it was frustrating. It was frustrating. Peter, we're going to take it over to you, my friend. Uh, what did you make of that? Uh, Vin Diesel returning uh, as well oh, as the others. Um, this was something. Um, one. Sh- one thing for sure, um, you you just can't help but like I was literally laughing throughout throughout the entire thing. Um, it just it was just goofy. And by the way, I wish Vin Diesel said family a lot more. But also, um, spoiler alert. I mean, Ludacris and uh, Tyrese Gibson in space. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. Can I can I just say, Alan? Please just talk, man, because you just made me you just made me really laugh. That was so funny, Alan. What was your what was your take on it? Well, you know, Peyton, I will say one thing, uh, Peyton. You were pretty gentle with this movie. I will tell you this: you were pretty gentle. Oh God! For me, uh, I'm sorry for my language, but it was fucking bonkers. Like it was literally. Like, be, like I, it, when I saw this movie, I was like, it looks like the director just simply had so many visions, so many ideas, like, I'm going to drop this in this movie. I'm going to do this in this movie. Oh, in space. Well, let's bring him into space. Like, when they went into space, because I've seen rumors, and I was like, no, no, they're not going to do this. And then they did it. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. With a fucking car. Not with a spaceship, not with a rocket, with a car, with a jetpack on it. And I'm like, wow. Like, uh, like from jumping from one building to another, we went into space. I was like, wow, like this is bonkers. But in the same time, people will get irritated and people will hate it. For me, 
as much more bonkers as it is, I had a blast watching it because uh, when I was laughing, it was my genuine laughter. Like, even, oh my God, even the guy, I can't remember the actor's name, who said, we went through so many different missions and we never got killed, we never got hit, we never got a scratch. And I was like, he gets it. I was like, what? Yeah, there's such a... They're sort of taking the bicker about their own franchise in their own film. I mean, you know, but but you make a great point. They're goofy, they're just outrageous, but it also was the, the top, it was number two at the box office this year. And that's mad, that's crazy to think that people have not had the best reception out of it, but it's crazy. And, and the Fast and Furious 10, I think, should be titled Fast and Furious 10, The Solar System. I think they'll be going around the, the whole space, where you know, going around each planet and, and delivering it. So that was absolutely mental. Uh, one more, okay. one, go on, go on. I'm sorry, I just want to say, you said that title, and I will say, I think it should be called Fast 10 Year Seatbelts. I like that. I like that. We should write Fast and Furious 10. Us three in the writing room. That would be definitely very cool. Uh, another movie that hit the top 10. Uh, I wasn't the biggest fan of it, but I know that it was just uh, a good, fun old time. Space Jam, A New Legacy. This is another film that was part of the Warner Brothers HBO Max deal. But it didn't, it didn't affect it. It did pretty well. Uh, it was number five, which is exactly where uh, I put it. Uh, Alan, how much fun did you have with the Looney Tunes? That's all I'm asking. Okay, so Space Jam and New Legacy. Honestly, I had no... Uh, not excitement. I had no... Uh, the first time, I didn't have no interest in it. You know, I was like, yeah, it will be a solid, you know, super fun time movie. And... That's actually what it was. It was actually a super fun time. Like literally at first I was like, okay, okay. I dig the villain. I dig, you know, uh, the overall story and where they're going and all that. And also the Warner Brothers multiverse. I mean, like uh, if, if I can call it like that, like, you know, the Warner Brothers multiverse, but you know, the old the Game of Thrones thing, the DC, you know, oh my God. Lola going, uh, Lola like trying to be an Amazon. I was like, th- th- that was hilarious. Like, I like, like that. that. That was you good. Have freaking, you have fucking Wonder Woman there. Like, you know, you have to put those obstacles if you want to be one of us. You know, like, go to your mission and come back. Like, you know, we'll, uh, we will like accept you as one of our own. Like, wow. And then, of course, the match. Oh my God. So many characters, Jesus, from everywhere, from it to DC, to Hanna-Barbera, to King Kong. I even see, I even saw Jack Nicholson's Joker in the audience. I saw that as well. I, I saw uh, Tim Curry's Pennywise and I've seen Bill Skarsgård's Pennywise. Like, wow. Like, but overall, overall, let's go, let's be realistic. Um, the guy, um, what's the basketball player's name? Um, Brown James. Yes. He's got it. So, I mean, he's not an actor, but he was all right. You know, for what they give him, he was all right. Uh, love the Looney Tunes. I really love them. You know, I really love every single one of them. And of course, my man, Yosemite Sam, all the way through. Uh, he was great. Uh, although I kind of miss a little bit Pee Le Pew. I know that they cut him out. But, uh, you know, I kind of miss him a little bit. But overall, the, the 3D animation was not bad. I really liked the villain's team, even though they were based on different real players. 
but overall, I had fun. Not go to watch yeah. videos, I, I had fun. So overall, yeah, was... I was satisfied. Yeah, it was fun. It, it it was a great it was a great uh, uh, movie, and you know it was just fun. It was entertaining. It it got the kids out of the house for the summer. There we go. Uh, so another film that all of us had on our list, or made it higher than others. Like I mentioned, I was the highest on it. Free Guy. I had so much fun with this movie. This was a really really great film. Uh, Peyton, what was your thoughts on on this one? Because this is one of the films in uh, in the summer that was completely original. Yeah, um, well, I wouldn't say it's completely original. It does, like, but, like, I loved it so much. Basically, it was, like, it was the Lego movie if it, if it was combined with the Truman Show and elements of Deadpool. And But, honestly, I couldn't help but just to enjoy myself. Everything from, like, Ryan Reynolds, like, wide-eyed like optimism to like Taika Waititi just ha- just having a ball um I even like Joe Keery um like and you gotta love Joe Keery I mean Stranger Things yeah um and honestly the visuals they were pretty good I mean the context of it just like in this video game world and whatnot it just it was fun to watch overall it just it was to me it was like it was just a forced four out of five star popcorn movie that you just have fun with and it is very heartwarming at times so yeah i mean that i mean that was actually the number four film and you look at that and you just think wow you know that that is you know, massively high up there. Uh, did did really really well. Uh, let's talk about uh, some films that we individually have on our list, but actually did make it. I've got to give all the applause to uh, Alan on this one because I have never ever known somebody to put The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It on their list, and absolutely do so well. That movie. Uh, actually did make the top 10 at number six alan put it at number three alan where were you coming from with that because that is that's pretty crazy i mean uh first and foremost i'm a big james wan fan you know when it comes to his horror movies you know i love the soul movies that he directed uh alongside you know the first conjuring and the second one you know so i was you know i had some i'm not gonna say big hopes and excitement but i was like you know um, excited in a way like you know I want to see where this is going you know how they're going to interpret this actual like uh, historical event you know into like the world of James Wan you know the overall conjuring universe and I mean like all the way from the, the nun and the, like uh, all the way all the different characters you know but yeah I mean I mean when you know when it, when it comes to this kind of list you know like uh, not a lot of people will, will, will put conjuring on the list but, you know, seeing how well the first one, the second one did, I was like, you know what, I'm going to put the, the Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, you know, because I think it deserves uh, a chance to prove itself, you know. And he actually did, because I really, really liked the movie. I will say this, not as much as the first and the second one, but it was still worthy to watch. And uh, I love the story. I love the, I mean, I love the characters, the motivations, the story the satanic ritual elements in it as well. It was just simply fantastic, you know, and yeah. I mean, I yeah, want maybe. to put in a little bit of work. 
Yeah, I mean, me and Peyton didn't put it uh, on our list uh, on our list either. Uh, actually, ten percent of the fans that actually did their own summer movie uh, list that sent it to me, only ten percent actually put the put the Conjuring in. So the, you know that just shows you the fact that not a lot of people had faith that. Not that it would have been a good film, but obviously it would have made that much money. Uh, I was the only one to put Jungle Cruise uh, on their list, and that came up big. That was number three. And that also had that Disney Plus premiere access. So that was really, really mental. And I had a fantastic time with that film. It was a really great, fast-paced adventure. They have just green green lighted a second one as well so i think that it's got real real great promise to to sort of build a franchise like uh, pirates of the caribbean did i made that comparison all the time but i sort of think you have to uh johnson and, and blunt i think had great chemistry uh there's a few there's a few issues with it but hey not every film is perfect uh i was a really really big fan of uh, of that one i went to go and see it with my family actually uh so that was a great experience as well that's one of the few films we went to go and see uh to watch as a family uh Peyton, final question to you, my friend. You were the only one to have the Forever Purge on uh, their list. Um, again, another horror film in a franchise. What was your thoughts on how that did? Because that did make the top 10. I didn't even pay attention to it. Um, I, I've never really even seen a, a pur- uh, the Purge movie, honestly. I, I just... I just pay attention to, to just how people re- receive things and whatnot. Like, I like I can, like, basically my approach is I can never see a movie. I can not care. But I just, I am, like, genuinely curious to see how other people like it. So that's why I put it on there. It, it definitely looks a lot. It definitely looked a lot darker than I think the uh, than the other Purge films. I think they've gone a little bit lighthearted, but with this one, they were really, really dark with it. Uh, right, gentlemen, let's get into the results of this competition. I can reveal that one of us had six films, the other one had six films, and the third individual had six films as well so we were all tied on six films lord of shadows is misses were snake eyes that didn't do very well at all that was such a a difficult film to get through hotel transylvania transformania of course that got moved out of the summer so i mean i I had the same thing Uh, alan that was looking at the green knight didn't make a lot but i thought it was an incredible film i thought that was that was amazing And then the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard uh, was also uh, Alan's miss as well. Moving on to my list, uh, again, I mentioned Hotel Transylvania. I also did put Snake Eyes and Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. But I put Faith in Ghostbusters Afterlife, but that didn't even see the light of day in the summer. So that was uh, my miss. And then uh, Peyton put Candyman on his list. That was a miss for him. In the Heights as uh, as well. Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard and then that Beatles Get Back documentary just didn't link uh, into the top into the top ten. So we do go to the tiebreaker with the movies in the correct order, and two of us got one film in the correct order. One of us had two films, and that is the summer 2021 box office champion. Peyton the Pop Purge wins it for the summer box office movies. Well done, Peyton. Congratulations, my friend. Uh, yeah, Thank you. Black, Black Widow and Fast Nine got it for you, mate. You got it in the right orders. Uh, you know, you, you know, you believe that. But I think it was a very, very, very good, solid attempt uh, from the both of us, uh, from all three of us. So well done uh, to you. Uh, let's conclude the podcast um, as well uh, by saying that 
Jacob, uh, Jacob Tomlinson, he won the summer movie season for the fans. He got eight out of ten. So he did it really, really well. He did better than us, better than us. So congratulations, mate. Uh, you'll be getting a prize very, very soon, uh, courtesy of my uh, Instagram, FRC underscore podcast. I'll send you a good, uh, good reward. Right. Summer movie season is officially done. Uh, we've not counted Shang-Chi because we've, all three of us have seen it. So, uh, Peter, we go to you first. What movie are you looking forward to for the rest of 2021? Ooh. Um... There, uh, can I name like maybe two or three, if that's okay? You can very quickly. Um, we've not got we've not got a lot of time left. All right, all right. You know, what? I'll just go. Uh, Dune, French Dispatch, uh, Sp- Spider-Man: No Way Home, Eternals. I know that that's four, but there we go. There we go. Alan, you can say the same. Okay. Um, D- uh, Dune, Spider-Man: No Way Home. I will go with Eternals and. I will also choose, um, hard to believe it, but yeah, my number four is Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. Love that, love that. So yeah, I'm also going to say Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage, Spider-Man, No Way Home, Aquaman 2, if that comes out this year, Uh, that's supposed to be coming out in December, supposedly. I think that's next year. Is it yeah, next year? I've taken it out. December 2022. Okay, The Eternals. I was going to be also with a great film that I'm going to get the opportunity to see quite early, uh, Last Night in Soho, which is a horror movie directed by Edgar oh, Wright. That's going to be really cool. So I've got the opportunity to check that one out uh, a little bit early as well. So I'm really looking forward to checking them out. So that is it for the podcast today. I Thank you like so much. I will do. Of course, I will do. Uh, Let me know what you guys uh, think is the most anticipated film of the rest of 2021. I'd like to thank two absolute icons and legends of the channel. Lord of Shadows uh, on my right. Peyton, the pot perch on my left. I would definitely like to see you guys obviously back in trivia competition as well. It's just having a general chat about films. It was great to see. Favorite and follow so you never miss any of the uploads and also check out Lord of Shadows and Peyton's YouTube channel uh, as well. Listen, I listen to that podcast, the Power Band podcast, a lot. It's fantastic. Uh, check out the other podcast uh, on my channel, and I don't know what my next podcast will be about. I know it's something that you love. See you in a bit.